I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This This is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... My friends look too good on Zoom calls. They look too good. Uh, Wow, I'm so sorry that you are surrounded by hot people. Jeez. Oh, bummer. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen, this week's question is about looking a little too good on Zoom calls. And uh, I've had, a, you know, a personal journey of personal grooming uh, as the pandemic has gone on. Oh, yeah. Uh, how, how has yours been going? Sometimes I will occasionally put like a sweater on, maybe some jeans, my boots, and my husband will do a double take as if <laughs> there's a stranger in the house. <laughs> his eyes will bug out of his head. Heart, zoomy hearts will shoot out of his eyes, and like his tongue, like will your unf- Jessica Rabbit, yeah, will yeah. unfurl like a like a carpet, like a cartoon character. No, but yeah, I I do get dressed sometimes. Um, this morning is not one of those times, as you see. Trend, we are recording at the early hour of nine thirty, and I know that's not like early, but it's a little early for me to be dressed and uh, on a podcast. So I am on a podcast, but I'm not really dressed. So we both work from home. And Jen, you're working between like three homes because you're oh moving. Oh, my God. Which, yeah. Oh, you poor dear. <laughs> I know. I'm in the middle of moving. I'm currently surrounded by boxes. Well, uh, the, uh, you guys can't see Jen, but Jen looks fresh, <laughs> fresh as the morning dew. Like she's clearly very enthusiastic about moving and, and everything. And I am kicking it in my, my hoodie and a shirt that I washed by hand last night. Um, I was, oh, it's washed, I, though. That's pretty good. That is true. Thank you, Jen. It's funny like that we're going to be talking about, um, you know, personal grooming and makeup and all this stuff today because like, it's something I'd actually been thinking about a lot. But I have found personally that um, I, I, I like a little bit of under eye concealer, a little bit of some lip stain just so that I don't look like a corpse you yeah, know, when I look in the I mirror. Feel you. That's all yep. I need. Yep. You know? I'll do similar if I have a call with a potential client. If it's like with someone, a colleague that I work with a lot or a project that's like internal, I don't really worry about it. But if I have a someone that I'm trying to woo, I might, you know, mm. brush my bangs a little, <laughs> really seduce <laughs> them by brushing my bangs. I love that you and I are both serial bang washers. Um, <laughs> yes. by, by that, I mean... Uh, we've discovered that if you have bangs, you don't really need to wash the rest of your hair. All you got to do is wash them bangs in the sink and then move on with your life. Oh, yeah. Because that's, like, all, that, that's all that matters. It's so true. Like, I, I can't wash. I need to wash my bangs often, but way more often than I need to wash the rest of my hair. So, you know what? Yes. Shampoo and condition those babies, trim, comb them down, hit them with a little a little heat, a little, a little hair dryer, and you look fresh as a daisy. Fresh as a freaking dinking daisy. <laughs> Uh, Grooming, how to be a greasy lady with Jen and Trin. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of being greasy, did I ever tell you about how like that, like my body produces an insane amount of goo all the time and Connell's does not? It's like that's unreal to me that you can wear the same shirt two days in a row. Like I cannot. Thus, this shirt hand washed in a bucket last night you know i have two buckets i have a bucket for laundry and another bucket for uh general purpose cleaning because i am the house himbo and i love to (laughs) read good housekeeping magazine and figure out the best ways to like scour my shower and stuff uh yeah i jen 
I just realized that I think cleaning might be a hobby of mine. I know. It comes up a lot. I think you, I think you really like cleaning. What the fuck happened to me? Do you like, think what happened? Is it a hobby that you like or a hobby that like you just yes. like, oh, good. No, oh, I'm glad I, to hear I that. Legit. Um, <laughs> we've gotten wildly off topic, but you want to know what, Jen? I, I think I can bring it back home. I enjoy cleaning my apartment far more than I enjoy cleaning my body and grooming <laughs> it. Nailed it. Um, but s- some people don't feel that way, such as uh, the friends of this asker. Jen, would you please read the question? Yes, I'm on it. Hey there, Jen and Trin. My tightest group of friends, all women, tend to look nice for our Zoom hangs. While I, on the other hand, am honestly proud of myself when I put on real pants. For a second, I thought that said red pants. And I was like, I would be proud of you, too, for putting on red pants. What a bold statement. Red pants, yeah. Like them, I used to do the whole outfit and makeup and hair thing in the morning for work every day. And don't get me wrong, I loved looking cute when we went out. I was legit into makeup. I am proud of my outstanding range of lipsticks, stains, and glosses. But it's cold, it's the holidays, we're in a pandemic, and yet somehow it feels like our hangouts have a dress code. What's a non-weird way to ask them to kick it in their pajamas with me instead? I feel really awkward being the only one without perfect brows. Seriously, their eyebrows are all way too good, and I know for a fact that none of them has access to a professional waxing. It's fucked up. Thanks. With love, Trash Panda. She, her. Trash Panda, Trash Panda. I Uh, love Trash Panda. Roll around in the garbage with us, Trash Panda. Yeah, rubbish time. Okay, so first off, I think that it is really important to start with the acknowledgement that nobody in this situation is incorrect. Everybody's fine, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that the asker seems to understand that, or at least implies it. Like, there's nothing wrong with being in your pajamas on a Zoom call. There's nothing wrong with dressing up for a Zoom call. I like to do a little bit of both. But lately, I'm leaning not dressing up. Just That's just me personally. It's just um, we're all doing the things that uh, make us feel the most ourselves. And for some people, that's winged eyeliner. And for me, that's uh, I wear two different pairs of tights on alternating days. And that's it. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I wear shirts, too. But like, you know, (laughs) just... Right. Just two pairs of bottoms that I, I swap out. Jen, side note, this is this is relevant, but also not. Did I ever send you the link to Henry's song, uh, Same Pants as the Day Before? No. Oh, my God. Henry Henry wrote a song that's it's just like all, all the lyrics are is like, I just wear the pants same day, same same pants as the day before. <laughs> and it really encapsulates, I feel, the general pandemic experience. But this person's friends are not necessarily having that experience. And there's a million reasons why that could be. Like in the course of the pandemic, our grooming has changed. Like I started with, eh, I'm going to try and look kind of cute. I'm going to like try and, you know, feel per- somewhat professional by matching. And then I was like, fuck this. Fuck all this. I'm never shaving a single hair again. The only <laughs> right, way you're right. going to get me to wear a bra is by stapling it to me, you know, like that. And then now I'm kind of like, eh, I put in a small amount of effort so that I look I get to, so that I look to myself healthy. Is yeah, what I do. yeah, me too. That's exactly where I am. I used to like roll over and get on the computer and start working and then maybe shower around 11 or noon. But now I get up and I shower right away and I'll wash my face and put my moisturizer on. And that just makes me feel and look more awake. And I'm kind of tricking myself. Like, look at you. Look at you. 
Up and at them. It's so true. It's the same way that, like, um, you know, bedtimes are important for adults. You know, like having a bedtime routine is really, really useful to getting you to go to sleep. Yep. And having a morning routine is really, really useful to get you to get up and go. And it looks like meticulously plucking their eyebrows is part of that, which is, like, incredibly okay. I just want to say, sidebar, that I think their eyebrows look better on Zoom than they do in real life. And this isn't yeah. a diss on the friends, but like I've had a Zoom call where I was like, oh, my eyebrows look nicely shaped here. And then IRL, it's not the case. And I, I think <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not trying to say your friends don't have beautiful eyebrows. I'm sure they do. But Zoom, they look they probably look extra nice on Zoom. Yeah, everybody looks a little bit better pixelated. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's why Instagram filters were like exist. You know, they used to um, back in the day put a little smear of a Vaseline on a camera to make. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's true right. to make you yeah, look absolutely. sexy and smeared, sh- I suppose. Also, you know, there there could be other reasons why your friends dress up. And again, the reason why doesn't really matter. But I think that it's important to establish that they're not trying to like assert dominance over you by like the sharpness of their eyebrows. It could be that like, <laughs> yeah, this is a know, gossip girl. <laughs> right. Or unless it is, in which case, please send us a follow up. But yes, you know, lots of people like to show this event is meaningful to me. I'm going to show that by dressing up a little bit. It's like a compliment. You know, it's the it's the it's one way people show this is important to them. It's why we have the concept at all of wedding dresses. It's it's a fancy thing you wear one time because the yep. event was that important. And their eyebrows are their wedding dress. I've got my zoom <laughs> eyebrows on. <laughs> I love that. That might be the title. I wish I could wave a magic wand and make this asker feel better about their own appearance and their friend's appearance. But that's not really possible. I don't have that wand. So I think the best we can do is explore the why and the how this might be happening. Just reminding the asker that there's nothing wrong with this. But you also can't really dictate how your friends dress. Like you, you kind of can't. Like you can set, you can set a, a dress code for a Zoom hang, sort of. You can kind of do that. Like say, like, hey, let's have a pajama party, or yeah. let's have a spa day and all wear robes or something. I don't know. You can kind of do that, like tied into the theme of the Zoom hang. But outside of that trend, can you really influence how your friends do their appearance? No, Jen, I really don't think you can. I, I But I think that like it might even be, it, depending on, on the dynamic and the friend group, what I would do is use humor to kind of diffuse this. Do you remember like, OK, this is like a really early Internet meme of uh, Foul Bachelor Frog and then there was oh, Foul wow. Bachelorette? Yep. Do you remember that? Yeah, wow, so, that's a throwback. Yeah, right. So you can have you can be like, we're having a foul bachelorette night. Okay, <laughs> everybody like we're eating Cheetos and we are wiping that dust right on our shirts. Uh, we it's come as you are, which means that like you're not going to do freaking anything. I want to see the messiest eyebrows that you could possibly manage. You can definitely ask for that. But that's a one off event because. Right. When you say to your friends, like, could you tone it down a little bit on on the Zoom calls? You're really asking them to go out of their way pretty significantly for you, I would say, because either they're doing this because it makes them comfortable or they're doing this for another reason that they can't really control, such as maybe they're coming right out of work and meetings and they feel more comfortable and professional getting up and getting ready every single morning. There are literally people who do that. And there are people who might be, you know, not working from home, which makes it even more likely that they remain a little bit tarted up into the evening. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you didn't mention this in your question, Asker, but, you know, this could be important to your friend's gender identity, dressing mm-hmm. this way, doing makeup Absolutely. this way. Gender is a weird, is a social construct, which means that it uh, it has a varying amount of importance based on 
the society an individual is in and that individual themselves. And they feel more like themselves, like their gender when they do this up kind of thing. I mean, mean, that's our assumption. My guess is that there might be one on fleek eyebrows lady in that call who's just like, fuck, man, if I could just put down these goddamn tweezers for a couple Seriously. weeks. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm i not trying to like say that Oscar is wrong because they, they know the situation. But do all of these people, all these women come tarted up to every single Zoom call, every single one to every single Zoom call? Because, wow, that's a, that is a lot. Or it feels that way to the Oscar. Okay. And I'm not trying to say that they're like inaccurate, but is your own like insecurity over the situation maybe making it seem like that? Yeah, man. This is just varies very widely from my experience with Zoom, which is not to say that this isn't completely true. But I just want to acknowledge the fact that if they really are tarted up for every single Zoom call, that is a lot. That's interesting. It is. <sighs> Jen, I'm going to say something that might be controversial. Ooh, let's hear it. Let's, I'm going to do it. Um, attractive people don't like wearing masks. Oh. They don't. Oh, my God. That is so man. I really like wearing my like celebrities, (laughs) like celebrities, like fucking like that Lana Del Rey picture of her in like a mesh mask. It's like it's like they they do not want to put on the mask because they know that society treats them so much better because they're hot. So like I think I think this is totally fucking subconscious. I don't think it's a thing or whatever. But I think that that this asker's friends just might be really hot and they're like finally i get to like show my hotness That's, which honestly yeah fair if i 100% if, fair. if i were that hot i might feel the same way you yeah, know yeah. meanwhile i'm like oh I, I have a breakout but at least my mask will hide it <laughs> yes like literally like i was saying to connell the other day I know that masks are going to probably remain in our society for a while longer because they, they weren't a big deal here. They were a big deal other places. But for me, fuck, I love wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Like it cover, covers my grossness, first of all. And it keeps me away from nasty smells. And also like our skin is going to age amazingly well. But, (laughs) Jen, I agree with you. I think that part of this could be on the part of the insecurity of the asker. And lately, I've been thinking a lot about high school. And it's because I have three teachers that I wanted to mail a copy of our book to. And I wrote a little note, whatever, to them. And so it just kind of put me in that brain space of thinking about high school. And in high school, I performed gender militantly. Like I had like an hour and a half, two hour morning routine and I was constantly faking sick to get out of school, which was weird in retrospect because I loved being there. I actually really, really liked school. And what I discovered now in retrospect, thinking back about that time and while I'm concurrently going through this pandemic re-understanding of how I want to take care of myself and groom. I realized that it was actually gender dysphoria that was keeping me home because I felt like I had to do that hour and a half routine to look like a girl. Otherwise, I'll be found out, you know. And that was like a, a big moment for me to realize that it was that gender was so enforced into me by society that it altered my education. You know, yes. you couldn't leave the house. Right. And I, so I want you to like think about that, Asker, in that you don't look weird to other people when you're not wearing makeup. Do you know that? Do you know that you can just look like a person and it would be OK? You know, 
it took me legit 30 years to get on the L and go downtown for like a doctor's appointment without makeup on. I could not go anywhere without a certain amount of makeup or else I felt like, oh, my God, I'll be like, oh, I, I look gross. I look disgusting. Nobody wants to look at this kind of thing. You can just look like a person. It's OK. Man, that reminds me of a realization that made me laugh like a year ago with my mom. I was trying on lipstick or something. I was at I was at my parents' house and I was like putting lipstick on. I can't remember why. I don't usually wear lipstick just because it doesn't. I'm always drinking water and it doesn't really work. Anyway, so I was putting lipstick on <laughs> and I go, "Go, mom, you ever you ever wear lipstick in your youth?" And she looks at me, gives me like a weird look, and laughs and goes, "Did I ever wear lipstick? I think Aww. for 25 years I didn't leave the house without a full face of makeup, including lipstick." Same. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wow. And that's not that's not the experience of a lot of people, but it is the experience of a lot of people, including you, Trin. Do you feel freer now? Oh, my gosh. Do I ever feel freer? Because because it was the realization that I'm not horrific looking, you know, on my own. Like it's the realization that a human's face on its own is is good enough, you know. Yes. And. Like, I don't think that when you get on that Zoom call with your hair all mussed up and in your pajamas, I don't think that your friends are thinking less of you. I would guess even that, like I said earlier, like at least one of them is looking at you like, I wish I could feel that comfortable and that free and that uninhibited to just be myself. You watch enough MTV, you know, you look (laughs) at enough magazines and you start thinking that the human form is this for women, you know, a very specific body type, very specific, perfect face. And if you deviate from that, that you are not socially acceptable. But that's not true. You just look like a person and looking like a person is okay. You hit on something, Trin. You said like, yeah, this might be all internal shit that a lot of people battle. The Oscar didn't give any indication that there is outside pressure from this group of friends. And I'm so glad to hear that because if they were maybe trying to, quote, pretty you up or change your appearance at all. That's not cool at all. You know? Oh, yeah. That that makes my skin crawl just thinking about it. But thank God there's none of that in this question. Absolutely. I think your friends probably accept you more than you think they do. We often make the mistake of thinking that people are thinking about us. They're usually not. They're usually not. Right. Your friends are probably like doing their curled eyelashes and their lip gloss for themselves so that they feel comfortable. They're not doing it to impress you or because they think they they probably don't think that there's a dress code for their Zoom calls. It's it's almost definitely a thing that's in their own heads, just in the same way that this is probably in your head, too, which is not to say it's not important and not a, a difficult problem. It just is mental. It's an internal problem that a lot of people face. So I remember, I think it, it was a long time ago, Trin, on, on an earlier episode, you gave some advice that always stuck with me. And I think it's it comes up in my life a lot. It's so good, which was if you are on Instagram or Tumblr or whatever the kids use these days, try to follow some people or some brands or some organizations or some, some, some photographers that are showing you bodies that you don't see every day, you know, yes, that don't fit the quote norm of a body that would perhaps not make it on the front of Vogue or something like that, you know, Um, or that would not typically make it on the front of Vogue, I guess I should say. I just think it's a good exercise for your mental health to realize like, oh, shapes, colors, sizes, makeup, no makeup, big pores, tiny pores. Like, (laughs) look, these are all people. Like, there's no incorrect way to look or be if you're a human. Absolutely, Jen. Instagram influencers 
God bless you for being able to make a living that way. But it is important for everybody to remember that it's theater, you know, like um, it's funny because I had this realization with my plants that um, everybody, uh, every every plant on Instagram is put in a place where it would never survive. It's just the cutest place for it. Oh, my God. That's so funny. It's so true. Like if people like range their plants and I think to myself, there's absolutely no fucking way that that's where you keep that plant because it would die. I know that for a fact. And like and there's so many um, there's so many pictures where it's like, I know that you need a plant light here and you photoshopped <laughs> yes, yes. out you you took the plant lights down and you photoshopped out the outlet that's what you did you know yep. and it's the same with people's freaking faces you know don't get me wrong there are gorgeous people who can very rarely take a bad picture those are typically our instagram models but it's so not normal not um not regular not standard and they have access to things and they put effort into this in a way that I don't think you would. Like, I I think about Chris Evans a lot for a lot of reasons. Um, <laughs> Same. But one, one of the reasons is I think to myself, <laughs> like, um, this is going to come back to Chris Evans. Don't worry. Um, you've Jen, we've talked about this before on the show, that photography that they do in People magazine of like all the American Olympians and how different their bodies are. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, the yeah, I I can't exactly remember if it's ESPN or Sports Illustrated or whatever, but there's a they have unclothed Olympians and the different it's it's I actually always found I always look forward to it every year, not just because I like looking at naked people. That's one of the reasons. Which of course, yeah. Yeah. But the body shapes and the the muscles and here's why okay, let me take it back. Here's why I like this issue. It's not just the cute, thin, blonde white women in this issue. And there are certainly more traditionally good-looking athletes that make it into the magazine, naturally. But I don't know. There's people from, like, track and field that do all that aren't just, like, the, the skinny, cute distance runners. You know, there's, like, people that throw and uh, throw discus and shot put. And it's like, oh, they're so muscular and badass. It looks so good. Exactly. And that's the thing that I think about with Chris Evans. None of his muscles are useful at all. None of them, <laughs> you know? Like he doesn't he doesn't have them for the purpose of like being able to chop wood like that was almost definitely when he did that in the fucking Marvel movie like that wood was already fucking chopped. Okay, like he's certainly strong. You know, he does so much more that you would never want to do. So what I want you to do if you did not do makeup and lip stain and all that stuff this morning. I want you to spend 20 minutes doing something you super, super enjoy tonight. I don't care what it is. It's like watch a cartoon, masturbate, whatever. Congratulations. You just spent 20 minutes doing that thing rather than performing gender in a way you didn't feel like doing today. Oh, yeah. Know? Like, that's it. And that's totally OK. And some people will use that 20 minutes and they will. I don't really know how long it usually takes people to put makeup on, but they'll use that 20 minutes to do contouring and they will feel like they just created the Mona Lisa and they'll be happy with it. Just take that time and make it something that you want and don't feel ashamed about it. Then this is so much harder than it sounds. Like I'm trying like I'm trying to make it sound like, oh, it's so easy to just like let go and like, you know, accept that I'm spending my time masturbating instead of like, you know, plucking my eyebrows or whatever. You know, it's not. But that is, I think, one way to accept this is the level that I'm good with right now, and I am using my fleeting moments of mortality in the way that I wish. I actually wanted to make one admission before we end the episode. 
So Jen and I are, because this is going to be Thursday, so you're going to hear this a couple days later. But Jen and I are going to be streaming today and I'm going to be on camera. And I'm definitely going to spend like a half hour trying oh, to look a little yeah. bit cuter for the camera. And it's something I wouldn't normally do on the day to day, but it's something that will make me feel a lot more comfortable like on camera. And I'm not going to feel fucking bad about that. You know, yeah. I'm just going to feel like, hey, I decided to do this today and that's what I chose. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Try to say to yourself and be OK with the idea of this isn't a priority for me. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be, you know, like we all have different priorities. Spending 20 minutes doing your hair and makeup, it's not a priority. Not a priority right now. Maybe maybe not ever. Doesn't that sound like you're, you're making a, a well-informed decision for yourself to better your own happiness? Yes, Jen. That was like, ooh, that was like the oatmeal of advice. That like hit hard and I think will satisfy me for several hours. <laughs> This has been friendshiping. Uh, man, I had so much fun. Jen, we should do this first thing in the morning more often um, when we have more time. It's a good way to start the day. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm going to like, again, it's like like oatmeal. Like, I'm going to feel amazing for several hours after this. If you want to ask us a question, please do at friendshipingpodcast at gmail.com. Or you could just go to our new website and there's a portal where you can ask us a question, friendshipingpodcast.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Twitch, you can. It's the same handle at Do Friendship. Thank you so much, Ian Parman, for editing, especially over like the next few days because they are holidays. Uh, you kick so much ass. Thank you, Lauren Gallagher. Lauren's been working uh, with us again on design work and just is a freaking superstar. Thank you, Molly Lewis, for creating and singing our theme song that we delight in every single week. Thank you, Monica Verma, for being our agent. And thank you, uh, Oatmeal, for uh, keeping me satisfied for hours. <laughs> oh, and thank you for listening also. Sorry. You're welcome for talking and for providing oatmeal. Your friendship at the problem. I don't know why I keep talking. Oh, about I love oatmeal. it. Turns it, you got oatmeal on the brain today. I've been eating it a lot. I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> later. It's fine. 